Hello and welcome to Shield Bash. My name is Britt. I will be your GM. And over to my right, we have Mark playing Artemis Quinfrig, Knife Master Rogue. Jarwin Tria, the Flame Dancer Bard, played by Neil. Will playing Nath Vendikar, the Human Monk. Jason playing Tam Westcrown. I hope there's pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> Curtis playing Ronan, your favorite Inquisitor. Pete playing Meta. The local... I knew there was more. Something. Shit. I lost it. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, hey, I got Pete and Meta in the right order again, so fuck you. Yeah, then you pause and everybody's like, wait, that sounds like there's more. (laughs) (laughs) And then it was just that more ended up being disappointment. (laughs) So sad. Just like Grandma used to make. <laughs> hey, you've wow. had Lena's meatloaf, haven't you? Wow. No, I don't think I have. I, I mean, I've been around Shots your fired. grandma, um, so I can understand the general. Wow. Anyway, <laughs> way too personal, man. He brought wow. it up. You know, at, to quote uh, uh, Rowan Atkinson in a very famous line. I've heard of that guy. Yeah. Yeah. One in every family. <laughs> Two in mine. <laughs> I'm just saying, peas and broccoli do not go on meatloaf. What? Like, peas I could kind of see maybe, like, to try it, but broccoli? Wait, let me digest that a little bit here. Peas and broccoli. It took me a week, so... Don't digest (laughs) it. I think that's the problem. (laughs) I see Neil, the gears are turning. He's like, well, maybe. (laughs) Were were they sautéed? It's a hard no. Onion and cracker crumbs, maybe. I mean, I'll use I'll use broccoli and carrots and stuff like that if I'm making like a vegetarian lasagna, maybe or a vegetarian meatloaf. Big maybe, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Eh, not yeah. so much. Why would you ever make a vegetarian meatloaf? I feel like the peas are a, really just out of point. Because when I was a chef at the U of I, I had pe- guys Which in the frats that a, were vegetarians, so I had to make them vegetarian, vegetarian meals loaf. versions. There's no meat veggie in loaf. It. Yeah, that's what I call it. Veggie okay, loaf. Okay. I'm like, it's kind of a misnomer and yeah. a waste of time. It was uh, really disappointing, I'll be honest. Up top, bro. But hey, they said it was good, and I said, cool. Pretty much the end of that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Glad you enjoyed it. Can you eat meat, please? We, uh, cool story, bro. <laughs> we, uh, the school I work at, they do uh, Christmas dinners and stuff. Like, ho- Sorry. December holiday <laughs> dinners because realistically, with that many people, not everybody celebrates Christmas by any stretch of the so imagination. What kind of numbers are we thinking here? The U- yeah, thirty thousand people. Yeah, it's a big number. Yeah, like the university employs a shit ton of people. Now with that, do you have to clean up after that, or is that a different building? No, they cater it out to uh, actually Hendrick House most of the time. Thank um, goodness. But it and it is in a different building because there's no way they're going to fit that many people into my building. But I digress. We were having my um, shop meeting, which is like the six janitors in my zone. Yeah. Weekly meeting, and we had to mark down six or so. Yeah. Okay. We had to mark down what we wanted: vegetarian or non-vegetarian. And you know, some of the guys are grumbling because they're kosher. Well, no, they're um vegan rednecks. No. You know, and you know they're just like, why is vegetarian even an option? Blah blah blah. I'm like, dude, the university employs thirty thousand people. I guarantee at least five from of them are allergic to meat and need vegetarian foods. Right. Like, it, not only that, they're they're from all over the globe. Literally. Say, yeah. just aside from the vegetarian people, there are people <laughs> that are allergic to the other food. 
So how did that play out, Jason? Well, after that, they just left it alone because it was like... They're giving you a choice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like why, are you, why are you complaining that they're giving other people the choice to have what they want? Yeah, it's, it's like, if you weird. don't want it, you don't eat it. It's fine. And realistically, when you get there, yep. it's all just a buffet style, and you can go back up for seconds and thirds and oftentimes do, and then they've got like five different types of cheesecake. Like like me. Yeah. 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 So... Yeah. Free drinks, like, and we don't pay for oh, any of it. Like me, yeah. not that Bu- kind of drink. Buffets oh. are a challenge. Yeah, yeah. like me. Typically, yeah, I'm still going to throw myself in that category. Typically, the drinks that you prefer, Britt, yes, uh, they charge for. I'm still going to throw myself in that category. And they don't allow one. Yeah, campus. It's a uh, new category. What they don't know, not don't there. Have <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh, my employers have a rule. Those those guys, yeah. That uh. If you get a gift from a vendor, you are supposed to partake of it with the vendor. However, my boss tends to get Glenlivet every year from a specific vendor, and we're not allowed to drink on the job. So, <laughs> We have really strict rules where if you get a gift from the vendor, you have to either immediately give it back, give it to the school, or immediately donate the cash value to some charity. Really? So, wait, 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 wait a fucking minute, Jason. Are you telling me that if some vendor, and of that, I kind of, for my profession, that's what I do. Are you telling me that if you are given a gift by a vendor, you actually have to pay for it? Technically, yeah. It's to avoid people bribing individuals to get them to use the company's services. Yeah. Now, you got to remember, I'm, like, I'm a state employee at uh, a major purchasing thing. Like, uh, they have a lot of, like, state and I, uh, federal laws about that stuff. I totally understand. Not quite to the same extent as Jason, but, but there are a lot of kickback laws and stuff like that to govern us. Uh, sure. So. Except in Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> If no, there's laws there. They just fucking ignore Oh, yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, I yeah, forgot. Yeah, yeah. If a hospital or a nursing facility or something like that gave us a gift, it would be an entirely different story. But a uh, person that supplies <laughs> goods and services, like uh, cardiac monitors and stuff, okay. that's, it's a gray area, but that one's actually okay. Okay. I recall a time myself when I delivered bread and buns to the sprawling metropolis of Dayland Weldon. You know, those are actually two different towns, right? They I, are. I do, and if you put them to do together, they still don't equal anything worth a darn. <laughs> but, wow. We Ooh, are sorry for out. our massive listeners. small town created an enemy for you. Sorry to those 17 people. Right. <laughs> I will say this. And, and at the same time, hey, Pooh, hey, Gary... Shout out to you if you should ever hear this for any goddamn reason. Shout out, love you, appreciate all the gifts. Every Christmas over there at the Powerhouse Pub, they would give me, the poor bread guy, the best cut of meat. Courtesy of GFS, preseason, prime rib, right around Christmas. And it was amazing. As far as that goes, uh, the missus uh, insists on... I've heard of her. ...giving the garbage collector around Christmas time... Yeah. Um, ...either a gift card to Subway or just a generic gift card. Yeah. Um, with the new service, there's actually two guys now. So I have to split the amount between two di- <sighs> gift cards and tape it at the top of the garbage can. I, I have a different question. Yes. You knew a guy named Pooh? No, it's a gal named Pooh. It's totally different. Thank Me you. and you and a gal named Pooh. Thank you. Thank you, Mark. 
But yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Uh, uh, Gary and honestly, I serviced them for years. I have no idea what their relationship is, but I, I imagine they were pretty close. But male and female, I saw Equal Gary. Opportunity. I saw Gary this last winter here in Farmer City at the bank. Because I was there collecting uh, empty did trays. He, did he give you more of his meat? No, but we chatted for a minute. It was great. They did discuss what a handy was. Yeah. Gary said, dude, if you're going to get a handy, <laughs> here's how you do it. <laughs> no. that's not. But he probably would have. Just saying. I don't know. <laughs> all right. My customers used to take me out to lunch all the time. And you never got a handy? No. But I did get a gamer to show up here from one of them. There you go. <laughs> uh, looking at you, Willem. Yeah, that did happen. <laughs> Much better than a gift, really. It was a gift that keeps on giving. Good customers are awesome. So, no comment. I have a question. It's been a while since we've been together. Well, to be fair, I saw Jason the other day. Yeah, that doesn't count, Pete. Sorry, you're like almost married. <laughs> Um, I mean, we're related and we live in the same small town with most of the other families, so So. we see each other a fair amount. I rest my case. What have you guys been up to? I mean, it's been several, several months since we've... uh, All right. Um, I'll go first. Go ahead, I ripped out some old hardwood flooring. I installed some new hardwood flooring and sealed it. And the nursery. I put a crib together. I've actually been going to work to get a break because I've been working my ass off at home. Love you, honey, if you're listening to this. Got to prepare for a little Spartacus. Little <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dick Dick Jr. <laughs> <laughs> for the record, even though it is a female that we're having, Spartacat. the wife has agreed Sparta that what? Spartacus Sparta is a cat. good nickname cat. for the okay. unborn child. All right. I'm sorry, what? We are having a girl. Yeah. But... The wife has agreed that Spartacus is a good nickname for the yeah. unborn child. Yeah. And uh, her name will be Everly. Middle name, Faye. F-E-Y. F-E-Y. Oh, I like it. Wait a minute. But we have to kind of circle back to, to Mark's uh, suggestion. Because you said Spartacus was acceptable if it's a male. No, no. Spartacus is acceptable as a nickname for the unborn child. Nickname. Okay. So what did you say, Mark? I said Spartacat. Cat. As a female form of Spartacus. Spartacat. Dick Dick Jr. I heard you, but I totally ignored you because Rude. I know you. I'm going to give a little context here. I have for years been trying to get any married couple I know that's having a kid to name their kid Spartacus. Like, literally. How's that been going for you? Bro? Poorly. Very poorly. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, uh-huh. I have been, by one couple, I've been forbidden to even suggest baby names anymore. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Understandable. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I did get. I will tell you one story about one that I did get, oh, please? which did go through. But um, so with the Spartacus one, like the fact that if that ends up being the nickname, my quest is complete. That's it. Like I'm done. I have finished. I have a. I have a what? achievement unlocked. If that ends up being like a nickname that sticks. I've oh, so not a full legal name. Just you're talking nickname. I mean, I wanted a legal name because my dream, my absolute dream, yes, was when this kid was four or five years old uh, in fourth or fifth grade. Yeah. You know, enough time to introduce this concept to the rest of the class and get them down for it, and they get a substitute teacher. And the substitute oh, no. teacher sits there and goes through roll yes. call. Yes. Spartacus. Who's Spartacus? And one by one, I'm, I'm Spartacus. Spartacus. No, I'm Spartacus. No, I'm Spartacus. <laughs> Could Greek it up a little. Spartacles. 
<laughs> yeah, because Spartacus isn't Greek enough. Te- yeah. right? Testicles. Uh, but <laughs> I got one. Uh, I, I, I've always been a fan fan of biggest dickus myself, but I'm just saying. I, I, That's what, just because you've never heard it regarding yourself before. Right. <laughs> exactly right. I had it's one married couple. Their last name is Reichman. Okay. And they were going to have a, their kid. And me and another guy in the church group, we started calling it the Third Reich. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. You'll get banned on Facebook for doing that. Yeah. Just saying. Well, you know what? They thought it was hilarious, and we stuck with it, and they still joke about it to this day. Nice. Sweet. That's fine. What? But, yeah, but it sounds like the root name of that was totally the opposite direction of where you were going with their nickname. Am I wrong? No, I suggested Spartacus to them as a baby name. No. Which they <laughs> shot down. So then I went with Third Reich, so as I could just have the joke. That's totally not what I meant. Okay. Um, regarding baby nicknames, Jason and I have a buddy that Nuh-uh. had a kid that's Nuh-uh. nickname was Hammer. And my wife, although if she... you say MC, goddammit, I'm cutting your fucking mic right now. Nope. Okay. He has a different name, which okay. I won't say over the air. Okay. But uh, my wife, to this day, he is now, what, two years old? Somewhere around there, yeah. Refuses to even recognize his actual name. If I'm talking about him, I have to say Hammer. That kid's going to accidentally uh, end up in the, porn, and it, it's your wife's fault. Accidentally. Hopefully not, because the wife, although she has several girls that she has had, was hoping for a boy, is okay with this because there's a chance that we can combine the bloodlines between us and my buddy, because he has a boy named Hammer. That is a good name. <laughs> could always nickname him Glamdring, and then he'd be the faux hammer. <laughs> exactly. Okay. So, if he's hammer, right? God damn it. I lost my second thought. It was based on what Will said. Going into porn? Yes. Yes. It was definitely a porn name. <laughs> I know wow. there's a formula for this. I just can't remember <laughs> what it is. Were you thinking, were you thinking of, like, hammer cocks? Because <laughs> that's not how it works. You guys ain't right. Or uh, for those of you who are Joss Whedon fans, the Captain Hammer references. Go ahead. Yeah, I'll just let the crickets speak for that. Dr. Horrible's <laughs> sing-along blog. You should check it out. It's very funny. Okay. So. It is. Neil Patrick Harris, Felicia Day, and uh, Nathan Fillion are the main characters. What a combination right there, man. Yeah. And Joss Whedon uh, writes it and directs it. Wait a minute. What is this called again? Dr. Horrible's sing-along blog. You can you can check out the whole thing. Like if you just go on YouTube and type in Doctor Horrible, yeah. the whole thing will pop up. Yeah. Like it's, okay. Um, do you uh, remember the writer's strike several I, years I, back? I think that's worth looking up right there. Yeah, I, it yeah. was. He made it during the writer's strike because he wanted to you know do shit. And um, who him, did? Who did? Joss Whedon. Okay. Him and his two brothers. And um, I've got mixed feelings about Josh. Joss. Joss. You heard me. Joss. Shut up, Wesley. Wesley. No, he wasn't Wesley. Not at all. <laughs> was that Wes- was a totally different guy. That was Will Wheaton. Oh, Will Wheaton. Sorry. Yes, Will, Josh Will Wheaton. Wheaton. Sorry. Yes. Will with the W H. I'm sorry, I was confused. Will Wheaton. I will sit corrected. Uh, okay, fair enough. Damn it, Pete. Carry on, Jason. No, no, you were talking about mixed feelings. I, I do. I have mixed feelings about Josh. What's his name? Wheaton. Wheaton. <laughs> <laughs> Like on a professional level, or, on, or like you don't like his politics, but okay. you like his art. I, okay, like what wait a minute, wait a minute. You know what I'm talking about? 
Those nope. were both Firefly fans. Well, yeah. that, that wasn't his yeah. fault. Yeah, that's not his fault. Okay, give me something I can blame they, him on. They canceled that Keep shit. Going. Keep going. Um, <laughs> let's see. So he started with Buffy, then he did Angel, and then oh, that. I, I love Buffy. I watched all of Buffy. I did not watch Angel myself, personally. Yeah. Okay. We were Angel. talking about the other night. Angel's a lot better, yeah. I'm yeah, going to yeah, be yeah. honest. I can't think of anything that he's touched yeah. that hasn't turned to gold. Uh, I mean, Firefly, he Dollhouse. He too early. It well, has, it's not his fault. That's okay, my deal. His only mistake, usually, is yeah. the fact with Dollhouse, his yeah. only mistake with Dollhouse was that he trusted Fox to let him actually make the show because after they fucked up Firefly and then they were like halfway through season two of Dollhouse and they were like, okay, you're done. But at least then he actually got to write an ending for it. He was the um, overall creative mind behind the first uh, quote-unquote season of the MCU and he directed the Avenger, the first Avengers movie. Okay, hats off to him there. And other than that, I, um, he did Doctor Horrible. He, I mean, he's done a ton of little stuff. He did okay, Doctor um, Horrible. Horrible. I will reserve judgment there. He did a version of Much Ado About Nothing, um, which oh, he shot over like wow. a week uh, in black what? and white at his house. Seriously? With a, yeah. No, it's it's fantastic. Agents of Shield. Yeah. I one. love personally Agents of Shield, and hats off to anybody. Anybody who's ever seen Agent Carter, I love Agent Carter. As far as it goes, nothing I've seen that Joss Whedon has touched has been bad. Yeah. He does good work. I'm not arguing. He just doesn't always get to finish it. And maybe maybe you're right. Maybe that's not his fault. It's usually not. Fox buried more than two of his shows just for no reason. Because Fox sucks. And if you didn't like the end of Buffy, it's because he quit Buffy like around season six or seven oh. because he wanted like he wanted it to end. Oh. Um, Maybe the uh, network wanted it to go on for a while because they it was milked it. Money. They just wanted to milk That's it. That's exactly what happened. Yeah. Um, but he also has been involved in all the graphic novels for <coughs> Buffy and Firefly. Him and his brother Jed, they both are like actively involved in a lot of that stuff. They work together with a lot of Wait, it. Seriously, there's a Josh and a Jed. Josh. Yeah, there's a, God, there's a third brother, too, fuck off, but Neil. I cannot fuck remember off. his name. I don't remember his name, either. It's not that important, Drew. I was just, you know. Well, I'm going to look it up now, because it's going to be... Well, hard. okay. Look it up. All right. Pete? Pete, Zach. Neil, and I are going to be drinking here what is called a Velvet Under Brown, just in case anybody was wondering. It's from Heavy Brewing Riff. It's an American brown ale and it's fucking amazing i normally Thanks. don't like brown ales i tell you what bro but well, it, is, it is pretty good did i give you one i did no <sighs> damn you it. it over to me and i'm like what you want me to roll this back to you yeah oh yeah yeah i guess i did how is it though really don't don't hold back god damn it tell me how it is it's uncomfortably close to a stout for me but it is still enjoyable it's the first kind of darker beer that I've had in a long time that I really enjoyed. Okay. It has a full creamy body and a dark chocolate finish. There's a... Uh, yeah. It's like I, I like my women that way. <laughs> There's a small microbrewery over uh, closer to my house down Mark. in South so that, Central that, Illinois. That, that's where exactly? Uh, it's in it's Hillsborough, Illinois. Hillsborough. And okay. it's called the uh, the Opera House. Opera. And, I've uh, heard of it, actually. They have Same. like... Usually have like eight beers on tap yeah. any given day. They yeah. also have a huge bourbon selection. So if you like bourbon, uh, they have some of the best bourbons around. I've heard but that. Uh, they have uh, a really good dark beer. There's two of them actually that I like. One is called Ed- Edgar Allan Porter, <laughs> which is really good. 
I love um, it. It's, it's got a chocolate uh, finish to it. It's not really, really heavy, but it's very tasty. And they have another one. It's called Shutdown Brown with blueberries. And Ooh. it is delicious. It tastes like a kind of like a chocolate blueberry dessert almost in a glass. Really? I've never had yes. a beer with blueberries in it. Oh, my There's goodness. a couple good ones. How there, far is that from here? There are. Uh, well, um, it's two hours to my house and then about 45 minutes, 40, 40 minutes, something like that, so, over to Hillsboro. So a hot minute. That, that's south of your house? Um, it's actually kind of, let's see, yeah, it'd be south and west of okay. my house. Just checking. So the Edgar Allan Porter, is that uh, is like the house beer? Um, it's just one of the ones they make. They do. They do kind of. Uh, I, I need you to say yes. So uh, just say yes. Y- yes. Yes. So it's their porterhouse. Yes. <laughs> Thanks, Mark. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and the house. The house has a heart that beats. Yeah. God damn it! Now I cool. want to go on a road yeah. trip. We we had uh, door four. Door four brewery. Door four. Yeah. Uh, about a month okay. ago. Yeah. Oh, this is a good story. The uh, I picked a beer that was rather delicious and uh, very 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 heavy on the alcohol. It was like eleven and a half or twelve percent or something like that. It's yes, called, it's called perfectly Boy. thick. And there I am being snarky about the name. And the uh, bartender gives me a name tag that said perfectly thick. Oh, she was she was just kind of a, a noob. Yeah, wasn't she? She yeah. didn't get shit right. No, no, the that was not the girl that gave me. Oh, you're talking about thick. the uh, the second bartender. The the one, yeah, the one that yeah, yeah, knew yeah, what was going yeah, on. Yeah, not the girl that had yeah. been there for two days. Wait, 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 wait a minute. <laughs> Brett, you okay, dude? I'm good. Hey, All Neil, right. you, you might need to drive home. <laughs> I, we have two cars here. <laughs> <laughs> well, fuck, somebody's gonna leave one. <laughs> Maybe we just tow him. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember what ha- what we saw when we pulled up, parked into this joint? Yes. And we were like... Hatchet tossing. Okay, so wait a minute. Here's a <laughs> So the thing about it is, is, is uh, there in Decatur, Illinois, there has always been marquee beverages. They supply coffee to a great number of different individuals. And this... Yes? You got something to add, Pete? Okay. No, he's saying he he gets that coffee. He, he likes that coffee. Okay. It's it's supplied by work, and I can drink eight pots without feeling bad about spending <laughs> money on it. Oh, that's good. <laughs> it's good because it's free. That's awesome. Okay. So without getting too far on the, off into the tangent, uh, they share the same building as Marquee Beverage, and they custom roast and distribute and grind and whatever. But what we're talking about is Door Four, who share this building, and when we pull up. Neil and I, we pull up and we park, and holy shit, off to our right, there's like three or four different stalls. Stalls? Yeah, I think that's the right word. Good job. And there's dudes throwing hatchets. And girls, too. Yeah, there was some There were throwing chicks. hatchets and, and girls? Yep. <laughs> that, that <is> true. <laughs> wow. That's some fucking arm strength. <laughs> I mean, like underhand, or were they picking them up over no, the no, no, overhand, overhand. Oh yeah, holy yeah. shit! Yeah, it was amazing. It was uh, pretty and, cool. And, yeah, we were like, I guess we weren't the girl. What? <laughs> so I was in a bar in Florida where we tossed dwarves. That was fun. <laughs> <laughs> that is a uh, that is a quickly growing trend. Uh, there's a couple places that have opened Thro- up throwing midget, Mid- midget tossing. <laughs> yeah. holy shit! Yeah. Well, ESPN eight, the Ocho. If it's yeah, almost the score. <laughs> They're thinking about letting it into the Olympics next year. Uh, <laughs> dwarf the dodgeball championship. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Wow. <laughs> I don't know where the confusion dwarf is here, Neil. 
<laughs> you keep asking me like I'm talking about something else. <laughs> Uh, well, in Florida, when I was at the bar there, the little midget came out. He had he had a helmet on. He had he had shoulder pads, elbow pads, knee nice. pads, and he had a harness on. So like people would pay money to get in line to throw him into this what? down into this big mat. Right? Wow. Oh, you are joking? <laughs> no, no, this is serious. I mean, I actually I actually saw and and participated in this. You have my attention. Um, so it was pretty cool because we're we're in Florida. You got some of these Florida State guys there, and I mean, football players, right? So this one corn-fed dude comes up and gets a hold of the midget, and he's already about two sheets in the wind, right? And he picks the midget up, and he he presses the midget over his head, and the midget's arms and legs are flailing about, and he's going, underhand, 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 underhand. And so they grab the guy, and they say, no, 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 you have to toss him underhand. He's like, oh. All right. <laughs> so he, he does the whole a one, a two, three, and he wings this midget like thirty-five feet straight through the air, and all you hear is ah, and he hits hits his big mat. You know, like we used to have in gym class right, with right. all the foam rubber right. and stuff. And yeah, it was like five bucks to throw a midget. <laughs> so what I'm hearing, so, yeah. What Pete, how much to throw you? What I'm hearing is I have another job option. <laughs> well, you're you're a little big because the the midget the the midget only weighed about 85 pounds. He was a little guy. I would spend like I don't I don't have a lot of arm strength comparatively to like somebody like that. But I would pay five bucks to throw a midget. I'd fucking hammer toss that guy. You you have no idea. <laughs> oh. Wow. Speaking of hammer toss, anybody seen the video of the girl in the Olympics that is doing the hammer toss and lets go of it and hits the uh, judge right in the nuts? Yes, that is nope. awesome. Dude lost both his testicles. Oh, that's, that's not so awesome. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Yeah. So yeah, Neil I, and I, I we I, go in. We have a flight and of beers, right? Yes. Okay. No, a flight of midget tossing. Midget tossing. <laughs> 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 you just see like six midgets going around. Everybody just salutes. <laughs> God bless America. That'd be twenty bucks. Yeah. <laughs> no, and um, it, it, it's funny they give you a um, a menu, and the the silly girl that was she was new. <laughs> she was totally new, and she had no idea what the hell she was writing down. And I said I wanted this one and this one and this one, and she got them totally out of order. And they, and they give them to you in a uh, uh, muffin tin, right? So they're little cups in a muffin tin, and they're numbered. In our case, they were numbered totally wrong. Yeah, one of his beers wasn't even one of the beers he picked. Yeah. And uh, when I was handed mine, three of the four beers were in the wrong spot. Yeah. So I'm like, this doesn't taste like a coffee stout. Oh, yeah, that's not a coffee stout. Because it's spot. a pale ale. Oh, okay, well, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. That doesn't taste like that either. Yeah, that's not in the right spot either. Like, what the fuck? Oopsie. Anyway. But perfectly thick name tag was pretty sweet. The yeah. amazing part was is that we both agreed that the, the stout that they offered was fucking fabulous. Yeah, it was. 
What the, do you remember what they called it? Is that one of the ones you guys brought? Yeah, yeah in the in the in we the, got the uh, growler plaid growlers that what was it called plaid the yeah no that was the Scotch ale yeah we had the something plaid and the other one's perfectly thick and that perfectly thick was perfectly amazing. thick yes that what that was the it was also twenty seven bucks we for both a agreed that was Hold fucking on. fabulous you said the Ooh. plaid one was a Scotch ale yeah. yes that's probably why I liked it better <laughs> yes it was good but it wasn't as expensive as the yeah perfectly. Th- Probably thick was twenty seven bucks for a growler. Wouldn't Damn. that be a tartan oh, ale? Price. Think, I'm sorry. I said, wouldn't that be a tartan ale? Tartan plaid Scotch ale. But a part. It'd been funnier uh. if you guys weren't some fucking cornbread motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> We're just. I, I just want to say that I got it, Jason. So okay, I appreciate got it, it immediately. I just had a stroke right after. <laughs> hey, roll a d four. How much wow. time does it take? Hey, moral of the story: I'm glad it was Neil's turn to buy beer. Yeah. <laughs> Because that was pricey. That was pricey. And then we find out that on Wednesday, on that particular beer, it's majorly... What the fuck is that? Kurt's watching porn. God apparently. damn it, Kurt. <laughs> on that particular Set by. Set by. beer, on Wednesdays, Wednesdays, it's like yeah. half price. Yeah. And of course, that was the following couple of days. True story, bro. Kurt, turn off the porn. We're trying to do a podcast. <laughs> He's uh, busy watching midget yeah. porn. This is amazing. Midget porn. It is. They are midgets. These midgets dress up like Chucky and chase people ah. through the house. It's hilarious. Speaking of midgets, there was one at Subway this. when I was there. Oh, damn. Yep. So, uh, hey, Will, get right on that, will you? What? <laughs> Midget tossing, apparently. How am I going to solve this? Here, well, you're the visual no, guy. No, I don't, I, I don't care. <laughs> I don't need to see the midgets dressed as Chucky. Like You told me what it was. I, I picked up the entire context here. People scream and run away, and they're scared. Ah, run away, run away. It's funny. I have a guy that I work with that gets physically ill when he is around or sees midgets. Even pictures pictures or videos of midgets, he actually gets physically ill. He has that phobia. I forget what it's called, though. I used to work with a guy that had the exact opposite problem. (laughs) (laughs) He gets aroused when they're around? Like, what are we talking about? All right. He used to have uh, catchphrases such as, it makes it look so much bigger. Wow. Hey, 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 Pete. That's not healthy. You, you, you can count that as two on that counter. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wait a minute. That's not where I was going, though. Okay, I'm going to try this. Sesquipedelophobia. Okay. Is that the name of it? Yeah. That's the, the American Sesquipedelophobia Sesquipedelophobia or something it like that? It is not considered officially recognized. Oh. Huh, that's interesting. Yeah, one of my friends used to have I'm panic attacks whenever he saw midgets. Like, he would legit have a panic attack, like, almost <laughs> yeah. pass out, hyperventilate. Okay. Speaking of phobias, isn't the phobia for palindromes a palindrome itself? Probably. Yes. I don't know. Actually, a lot of that happens. Like, I palindrome, I. Were we ready to find out what's in this room? <sighs> I hope so. I think maybe a recap is in order. I You guys are always telling me that every time we do this. I'm just saying. So basically, we uh, we walked through, killed <laughs> the captain uh, in the, the cove, just in case he was potentially going to come back later. And then walked from the... Everybody else was checking out the Pleasure. waterlogged area that was just past the, the place where we met the mother. And then we walked back and found this weird temple that comes directly off of the little 
waterlogged uh, kind of central room that leads off into a bunch of different rooms. Yes, the central pool room. Tam did a little bit of investigation, and then Ronan uh, charged off to the end of the hallway. Ah! And he is standing on the ceiling he might have been around the doorway into the room at yeah, the end Ronan of the temple. He's, he's like that advanced scout guy, right? Ish. Ronan has ADHD and... Really bored, ready to go. Moving on. Dwarven yeah. door game was about to commence. <laughs> <laughs> There's no doors though. Uh, I'm gonna interrupt here. Yeah. Do you guys know what a sir semordinalap is? Say that again slower. Semordinalap. Negative. No. It is the opposite of a palindrome. Oh. Uh, it is a word or phrase or sentence that has the property of forming another word, phrase or sentence when the letters are reversed. So, like, if you like meet. Yes, like meet, M-E-A-T, you spell it backwards, it's team. Whoa. The reason why this is important is if you spell that word backwards, yeah. it spe- and then it spells palindrome. It spells palindromes, yeah. and then if you spell palindromes backwards, it spells, it spells palindrome, and then this word. Nice. That is phenomenal. You're all welcome. Thanks. <laughs> now back to the cave of the mother. <laughs> Checks and donations can be sent to Jason. <laughs> West Crown? For... (laughs) 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 So, what about that room at the end of the temple? Okay. If you recall, our handy-dandy team of intrepid explorers. Yeah, morons. Well, yeah, that too. (laughs) (laughs) I'm kind of intelligent. Our own smuggler Shiv in the caves of the mother. (laughs) 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 I would have to say that's probably not wise for us to take a two to three month break again. Yeah. yeah. Well, hopefully there's not another global pandemic that no, makes that happen. No more pandemics. Yes, let's hope. One in a lifetime's enough. So, you are in a large room. And by large, I mean, uh, let's say, 100 feet by about uh, 25 wide by roughly 100 at the very north end of this room, we have discovered a sanctum, you could say, that had a door directly in its center. But Ronan's right up on it. Somebody detected magic on it and realized, oh, it was Jarwin, of course. <laughs> Fuck you too, Britt. That uh, realized from fucking 50 feet away that, uh, oh, that was a trap. And Jarwin's already there. I'm sorry. Ronan's already there. Yep. And he's going, oh, it was a trap. Huh? What do you want to know, Jarwin? What does Jarwin want to know? Yeah, because you're not Jarwin. No, I'm, no I am Jarwin. They're Ronan, all not Jarwin. what do you want to know? God damn it. Fuck off. Do I see any movement in the room? <laughs> no. All uh, right. I'm, I'm going to point out, you're still on the ceiling, right? Yeah. So Yes. This thing is... It's a giant serpent skull or stone. So you're like on top of the serpent skull. There's like no way you can even see the door. Ah. The door is uh, in the snake's mouth, right? There is no fucking door. Yes, the doorway is in the snake's mouth, right? With ash and cinders and shit on the floor. That's how you described it before. Yeah. So there used to be a door, so there's a doorway. Yes. Okay. I could stealthily drop down and look in the room. Or you could... What? Crawl down the pillar. Crawl down the pillar till I get to where I can take a look in the room. What Can I come down the pillar and look in, or do I need to be on the floor? You can climb down that uh, closest pillar. Yeah, that's fine. 
As okay. uh, Ronan does this, yes. Meta will look over at Tam and go, I am not responsible if he dies. Who? The froglet. I didn't say that you were. What What are we talking about? I'm just saying. He ran off on his own. Yeah, technically, he climbed off on his own. Cool. Tam goes back to what she's doing. God damn. Okay. Ronan has shown himself very competent recently, so she has no problems letting him do his own thing. Okay. Even without Fair enough. precise shot. <laughs> <laughs> Gets into every episode. At this point, if it was me, I'd just not get it just to fuck the rest of the party. <laughs> <laughs> that's not fucking the rest of the party. That's just fucking yourself. It's not like you're going to accidentally hit us like in Dungeons & Dragons 3.5. Okay. So, this pillars go 20 feet up. You said he wanted to climb down-ish. So he could look in the doorway. Okay. This episode brought to you by Pete's Chicken Ranch. <laughs> no, we determined it's not Pete's Chicken Ranch. It's Rachel's Chicken Ranch. Rachel's. There, there we go. The RCR. Shout out to I Rachel. Would, I wouldn't call it Rachel's Chicken. I'd call it Rachel's Cox. Whoa. <laughs> Rachel's Cox Box. They're hens. Oh, sorry. Yeah. No, just Jason, Jason's just a hen. He's got to have roosters. There's one, one wow. rooster and six hens, right? Just... Wow. Can only be six total chickens. There's only six total chickens. I'm sorry, Pete. <laughs> it's a sea ordinance. Uh, but uh, Rachel does not listen to this, so we're fine. <laughs> well, <laughs> at least you're fine. <laughs> Yet I promise I won't tell her next time I see her. <laughs> Rachel, have you been listening to the podcast? So, like, why? Next you weekend? Should. Or maybe she tomorrow? hits me. I know what happened. Uh, probably Fourth of July family gathering. The, uh, there you go. All right. Ronan, here's what you see. A low stone altar. Its sides carved like coiling snakes. And its top carved to resemble a yawning viper's maw. Sits in the center of this room. The walls and of the chamber are carved with images of anthropomorphic serpents. Using strange pointed megaliths of stone. Stone. To work great feats of magic. Transforming an army of... Wait for it, wait for it. Gerbils. Humans into Damn. zombies. Damn it. Calling down flaming bolts of lightning. From the stars themselves. That sounds dangerous. Hmm. Or parting the waters of the sea. To dash human ships upon the exposed rocks of the seabed below. This final image seems to have been recently cleaned of dust, and several lines of text have been made more legible via the application of maybe inks or blood. Okay, I am interesting. Not really sure what this means. Other than it's an altar, me too. I uh, try to get uh, try to get Tam's attention. It's probably more up her alley. I don't know if it's more up her alley, but she'd be interested <laughs> in it. Mm-hmm. So what do you want to do? Well, there's there's not. I don't, I, you know, that's that's what I said. I'm going to try to get her attention without walking all the way back across the room. <laughs> Tam, Tam, hey Tam! I'm, I'm waiting. Tam. <laughs> he 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 yells for Tam. What's a handy Tam? What's a handy? No, you got to see this. All right. What, what did you find, uh, Ronan? Meta would move up with Tam. 
There's some kind of writing on this altar. I will will carefully uh, go up the wall, looking in each of the cells as we go past them, to make sure there's nothing in there. Okay. Before joining the people. Okay. Tim moves up there, and she's got her, you know, her sword. It's got the magical light on it because of um, Jarwin's spell, and she, you know, is holding it up over her head and kind of horizontal, and just looking. Ooh, I'm gonna need a few minutes, um, days, <laughs> days. Yeah, there's a lot here to copy. Like this, this is gonna complex. take a long time. Could I minutes slash days? Could I attempt yeah. a linguistics check? Yeah, that's what? fine. Uh, on your way, Artemis, there are four uh, chambers that are five foot by five foot that are portcullis off. And all you see is rags and bones as you uh, cross their paths. <laughs> Since you declared it, that's what you see. So no, Nothing shiny in there. No shinies. Right. So everybody currently is ganged up sans Artemis. <laughs> oh, no. oh, I hate when the wand of teleportation breaks. It must be out of charges. That's just a cheap one. This is the real deal. Right but here. it looks... Look at this. It this looks, telescoping ability. But that one looks heavy and beefy compared to that. Yeah. POS. Um, That's rather rude. Yeah, I know. It's skinny and wimpy looking. My grandpa made it. Just saying. No, he didn't. Shut up. No, he really did. Nah. Uh huh. Nah. Uh huh. Nah. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Seriously, we've got thirty minutes left in this episode, and we have walked across the room. (laughs) (laughs) So, how about the linguistics check? (laughs) (laughs) Sure. Go ahead, Artemis. Tell the listeners that I got a seventeen. Here, I helped. <laughs> I've got a 19 linguistics. <laughs> 19 linguistics. 26 linguistics. <laughs> oh, then I'll help you. <laughs> He's got a 28 <laughs> linguistics. We're cunning linguist. That's us. I like cunning linguist. Cunning linguist. Cunning linguist. What are you trying to figure out? What it writing. says on the altar. The magic writing stuff. Mm, details. Um, Was 26 the highest? 28. Yes, I and, and, and what kind of check were we talking about there? Lin- on the linguistics, if that's what you were wanting. If you yeah. want something else, let me know. What? I had, uh, I'm sorry, 30. Is anybody else? What? Are you making this shit up? No, I didn't know he was aiding as well. Oh. Okay. She. She. Yes. M- Mistresses Tamara. Let me ask you this. 32. <sighs> I didn't ask the fucking question <laughs> yet. Well, Tam- well, Nass told me to say that. God damn it, Neil. No, it's Nath. All right, Will, now tell him to say something else. See what happens. <laughs> God damn it, Nath. Uh, I want a geography check. Do it. Do it now. 29. Okay. That is... Okay, we're going to take them step by step because, God damn it, I'm a little tipsy. Yeah, we noticed. Uh, a 20 geography is sufficient to confirm that the images presented depict scenes here on... The island of smugglers. Shiv! You've heard of the place, right? No, I've never been there. Okay. Give me a history check. Do it, do it now. 24. Okay. What? I aid. Oh. Can you aid on knowledge checks? I mean, if we're deciphering a big mural, I imagine I could. So, okay. like, this isn't like what you know. This is like what we're trying to determine. So this would be a 26. This. What check did you ask for? Knowledge geography. No, this is history. Sorry, knowledge history. History. Two. Eight. 
So that's going to be a 28. 28 altogether. I'll use my ability on him as well, so he gets to add. Oh, Jesus Christ. So what? Plus 30? three. 31. Okay. That's more than enough to know that the carvings are ancient. Definitely wow. ancient. Wow. Wow. I'm glad I rolled above a one for that. Yep. These are old. So, because <laughs> fuck you guys. Um, <laughs> they are likely. These are at least a week old, guys. <laughs> I'm telling you. At least a day. Fuck, the ink is barely dry. <laughs> <laughs> they likely uh, are contemporary with the. You've heard of the ancient Aslant, haven't you? Yes. Ancient Aslanti Empire. Everybody. Everybody. Anyone? Been to their runes. Bueller. Yeah, right. Give. Wait, what was that one? History? Yeah. Oh, look. Dude, I rolled three 19s in a row. Oh, fuck <laughs> off, Neil. That's a bodge bod right there. <laughs> fuck yeah, it is. God damn it. What Give me nature checks. Cool. 30. Fuck you, Neil. <laughs> 32. <laughs> God damn it. I aid. Hold on. Was that nature? 34. I was waiting for it. Keep, keep going. I, I aid. Met a... Your next character has to be an NPC class. <laughs> <laughs> I give him my my knowledge stuff for every uh, forty. Yeah, plus three. So yeah, in case so in it's case rock. we need it. It's made of rock, and there might be some blood in there. <laughs> Are you done? No, for now. What's your total? Forty. On knowledge, nature. Really? Yeah. Well, I got like four aids and I, another plus three. God damn three. it! Just a yes or no question. Yes. Thanks. Are you doing yeah. okay, comrade? Seriously? Seriously. 40? You seem to be stressed. I got it's a really plus 40. 11 from AIDS <laughs> and whatever his that's, thing is. That's just wrong. <laughs> Gets another oh, plus three shit. from me. Okay. Okay. So, knowledge, nature. 40. <laughs> God damn it. Okay. So, the creatures depicted are ancient serpent folk. There's a lot of carvings which are in Aklo. Hey, I speak that. I kind of fucking figured you did. Uh, <laughs> remain on the walls, but only those near the carving of the receding tides are legible. The carving itself seems to have been recently perturbed. I think that's the best word. It, it doesn't. You, it doesn't have any dust. Are you looking for disturbed? No, perturbed. So the, it's the pissed off. The carvings are pissed off. Yes, the carvings okay. have emotions. No, that's how they cleaned them. They pissed on them. Oh, yes. Gross. Oh, that makes sense. You know, the acid gets rid of the dust and the, the dirt. Ammonia. Yeah. yeah. The ammonia is actually in Washed it away. So the carvings uh, there, uh, again, are more uh, legible than the rest. Let's just put it that way, goddammit. Okay. You can study these and puzzle out the method of doing a thing. Um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> it's the ancient text on how to do a handy. <laughs> You're right. It's a handy. An ancient <laughs> super folk handy. It's, is it illustrated or is it just written? You know, It's animated. Kay. You just got to... No. <laughs> well, that, expi- right. that explains <laughs> a lot. <laughs> so, uh, Neil, if I recall correctly, <laughs> you said you speak Aklo. Sure do. <laughs> you, can you read it? Yeah, I'm fluent. Oh, yeah. That's one, of my, that's one of my bonus languages. Which is pretty common for Neil to do. He yeah. tends to pick Aklo. Aklo is like the most commonly, but most common bonus language I pick. Somehow I knew that. <laughs> I have like seven characters that have it as a bonus language. 
Because you're a dick. Oh, wait. Uh, just a fun language to talk to people in. Sure, yeah. I mean, the rest of you guys did read the entire AP before making your character, right? No. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, right. I didn't. That, yeah. that wasn't a thing that no, we all it, I read the spoiler-free version, though. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> There's just no nouns in it. It's just like, the... There's only the articles. There's only <laughs> articles in the whole <laughs> thing. It's just the is am are. That's it. <laughs> it, it it's kind of like Will, Willem. Yeah, Willem. Will, Will, um, okay, so here's what this particular uh, carving says. Oh, a handout. It says, we will call it handout number three. Is that, in fact, a handy? No, no, it's a handout. Hand oh, okay. To command the very tides to rise up and eschew what lies below, empower the four sentinel runes with the blood of a thinking creature tempered by the kiss of a serpent's tongue, anoint the tide stone with waters brought from the sea in a vessel of purest metal, invoke the Lord's sacred name to wrap his coils around the sea itself, that he might lay bare what lies below and cast down your enemies on the waves above. That sounds like a spell. Yeah, it sounds like a fucking crazy it, one. It kind of sounds kinky to me, but... It sounds like a ritual. Just, yeah. Just me. Well, we don't have a serpent's tongue. Well, actually, we do. We can cut yeah. off that one girl's head. No, no. No, no. I have actual oh, snakes. Oh, wait. You, 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 yeah, you have snakes. You Technically, have snakes. we have everything we need if we want to do that. Yeah. Well, do we have a vessel of purest metal? Um, Anybody got some Yeah, you have a pot. But it's That's pig iron. Yeah. Oh. It's really not. Um, the other thing, too, is this sounds like it's going to create like a tidal wave. Do we really want to do this? Probably not. Oh Unless there's God. something in the sea we want what, to go after. What was that part about something beneath the waves? Um, invoke the Lord's name to wrap his coals around the sea itself to... Keep going. So that he might lay bare what lies below. Yes. Yeah, that's so, what I was thinking of. Unless yes. there's something in um, the ocean we want to go after. I, I I don't think it'd be wise for us to go through with this incantation, this ritual. Perhaps they've already done it, though, and we should make sure nothing evil is under those waters over there. Okay. Mm -hmm. I just had an epiphany. A who? An epiphany. We could Who's use that? this to get to land. I remember that Nath was talking about something... Like maybe a, an ancient serpent temple, but not this ancient serpent temple. Maybe being like underwater. And then we know that that Aina girl or serpent lady in a Verizian woman skin, from what the captain said, that she came here. It's obvious because she led the captain here and then she left him to die and then be reborn as an undead. So if we know this, she knew this first. And what happened right before we came down in here? Four lightning strikes, oh, and yeah. that talks about four pillars being energized. Yep, 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 yep. Well, shit. We got a mystery on our hands. No, I think we got a... We're fucked on our hands. Uh, and we got more of a uh, religious ritual thing on our hands. I think we got to go find her and kill her. Yep. Well, first we should probably find out what she knows. Yeah, we have to find and her. then we'll kill her. I never expected to find something worse than the Red Mantis. Well, yeah. I, I did, but of course I've been around a little more than you have. So now we're at the point of, so do we want to destroy this ritual piece? Or... If you're able to, I would say yes. At least change the word to like, you know, something. wipe your ass clockwise. Um. <laughs> <laughs> if this could really part the sea, it might be a way off this island. 
I'm gonna vote no on destroying this. Um, let's face it, it's not exactly like it's a book in a common library. It's very far out of the way. Like, we don't really know what this does. By destroying it, we could set it something off. Like, we forces beyond our control here. Let's not tamper with things until we know what we're doing. I think this is just the key to the lock. I think you have to uh, go to these four stones it talks about yep. and then put some blood on there and maybe uh, get one of the Nath snakes to lick the blood on the stone and then... Oh, shit! Electrified. I hadn't thought of that shit. <laughs> <laughs> you guys suck. No, what I'm saying, though, is... Just kidding. Not, not anything about that. What I'm saying is, if we start chipping at walls here, it could set off another sort of booby trap or something. Like, we don't, we don't know what'll happen. And quite also, frankly, this is of ancient historical significance. We shouldn't be messing around with it. Well, his language is not well known. <laughs> Well, like That's I true. said, wait, 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 I, I don't yeah. think that we have to really worry <laughs> about this part here because it doesn't really do anything except tell you how to use those how stones How do you know there. that? Well, That's what it I says. don't, but I'm just surmising from what he just read. I mean, because otherwise, you know, I mean, why would it say he have to go to the stones, put blood on the stones, no, no. the tongue of you're, the snake? You're not understanding. You're thinking that because it says there you can do a thing over here that that doesn't mean that this won't do anything look at the giant thing of ash obviously there was a trap here there could be another one here it, did you see any traps no but that doesn't I mean that there's seen not any traps he didn't discover any I apologize traps. Artemis you are infallible no, and I I'm understand that there is I'm no possibility fallible. that this thing will blow up all I'm saying is no go ahead ruin it I'm going to leave the room and let you door. blow up there is a very real possibility that uh, if we break one of the walls, that water could start pouring in as well. Oh, no, no. Artemis says it's totally safe. I'm telling you, <laughs> I think I could take a piss or scratch this out with my daggers, and it would be just fine because you got to go to the freaking stones and put blood on the stones and let one of the snakes lick the stones. It's what the yeah, damn direction it says. It seems more like a, a, a guide piece, like in a spell book, rather than like the piece that's actually now, doing Now, but Tam, I, I will give you, in, in, all, in all honesty and sincerity, I think if you did something to one of those four stones that it says about, that yes, you could have set off something that went boom and kill everybody. You so know. we won't do that. No, that's right. Only one thing on the island is dangerous. Don't worry. You know what? This seems uh, unholy and dangerous. I'll go wait in the other room. Meta will leave the big old cavern. Nath will and follow stay in the hallway. I, I, do have a, I do have a question about Meta's uh, deity. Me uh, too. Because is she hot? Yeah, she is, but that's not what I'm asking. Would you not want to dismantle this uh, shrine? Definitely would. But doesn't necessarily mean that I have to be the one that does it. So, so Artemis seems like he's not up that shrine. I'm talking about the shrine that they're the altar that they were okay. building. Ah, so um, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. So, because people have moved, when currently we have uh, Meta and Nath off to the passageway that leads back to a large pool, whilst everybody else is still in front of. This area that, oh, we can call it a certain something. I'm going to say 23. We have a separation of the party, and you know what happens then. And Meanwhile, I do, I do have one question yeah. from GM to player. I'm looking at Pete. Clockwise? You're talking about wiping ass <laughs> clockwise. <laughs> Counterclockwise, whatever, you know. 
Um, as far as it goes, uh, she would have a desire to destroy the the, the, uh, the new s- altar. Yeah, the new altar at the other end. Okay, but at the moment, it seems like Artemis is keen on trying her desire to deface this so no one can use it. Mm. But she's not comfortable standing in the room while he does it. Gotcha. So she's going to go stand out in the hallway and make sure the room doesn't explode, and then she'll go in and destroy the altar. Uh, so it's well, more a fear of... Just uh, just for the record, yeah. I was not you know, trying to advocate for or against destroying it. I was perf- just trying to make the point that I did not think that defacing it would set off another trap or chain reaction of electricity in this room. Okay, so just to be clear. Gripley has... Uh, a small question. I just, with you reading the ACLO, is that a description of how, does it give you like some kind of instructions on how to create undead or is it more of a historical account? Uh, from the handout I got, it doesn't really say anything about undead. I thought there was like an inscription. That was the other stuff. No, that there's I, a mosaic. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. That was is the that, flaming lightning thing to was create that, undead. Was that mosaic that I get more of like that's an instructional, here's how to create undead or is it more like a historical reference? Oh, you're talking to me? Yeah. Yeah. The fuck mosaic are you talking about? The one that had the flaming lightning and talking about creating the undead. How many years ago was that? Just now, like 10 minutes ago. Oh, okay. In this room. Transforming an army of humans (laughs) into zombies. I just don't remember saying mosaic at all. It's like a... I think you meant mural. Yeah, it's more of a mural or carving. But yeah. Okay. The depictions on the wall. Bass relief. Uh, No, it's pronounced Bah. Bah. B A S is pronounced Bob. Okay, so again, an educational podcast, whether you like it or not. Uh, What was your question? The account that it gives of turning human armies into zombies. Okay. Is that more instructional or is it more of a historical reference? It seems to be instructional. That part I'd have a problem with. Because you did have a hell of a role on your knowledge history, right? Yeah. Yeah, we did. It's two votes for destruction. Okay. Or at um, least deface. But here, here complete l- let me just say this. In this depiction, there seems to be four monolithic stones, for yeah. lack of a better term, from the depictions with your fucking rolls. It would seem that only one of them is required to raise dead in this way that you're inquiring about. And, yeah, see, I always thought it, it was these four pillars that are in this room, but when we did our detect magic stuff, none of that detected magic, so... Correct. Probably wouldn't be them. So the pillars, if I... By looking at the thing, I don't get the feeling that those pillars are the pillars in this room. No. Yeah. So it's somewhere these else. And the uh, four cells didn't the, detect magic. Okay, so the pillars in this room are pretty cylindrical as you can tell by my fabulously drawn map but the pillars depicted on these bob reliefs are more um what's the right word ducktail no <coughs> not quite uh but they are rectangular they're they're more octagonal spherical all right jason. trapezoidal jason will throw one out there i'm waiting for everybody to be done i'm gonna guess obelisk obelisk is good Good work. Very good. They're tall, but they're still pyramidical. Is that a word? It'd sure. Be obelisk. It is now. Yep. Uh, but they're but they're more tall than they would be like the pyramids. So, in other words, like the Washington Monument. An obelisk. Damn it. Yes. I think we will find 
one of those where those full lightning bolts all hit at the same time that we saw. But that was out in the water, wasn't it? Exactly. Ish. Well, keep in mind, we got those ghost things that are swimming out in the water at night, too. And the Darrows, too. Oh, and just for funsies. Wait a minute. Wait, you lost me, Neil. The Darrows that we saw in the water. It's Adderos. Oh, Adero. Uh, Oh, yeah. Darrows are totally different things. Sorry. (laughs) I almost remembered. It's like Darrow with an A. Yeah. Good thing we got that ring of swimming Ah, potions of water. Darrow. And this is my other brother, Darrow. My other brother, (laughs) Darrow. My other brother, Adero. (laughs) No, his name was Larry, wasn't it? It was definitely Larry. Anyway. We need to probably move and find out what's going on because perhaps the process may have already started. Uh, I like that idea. And how about to get rid of that new monstrosity of a a human-shaped altar of bones that after we finish out casing this place, I toss an alchemical fire on that and let that burn. Some of those decapitated bodies since you're going to burn that stuff. We should let Tam finish her note-taking first, though. Of course, of course, because she's very very wedded to that notebook of his. If Tam's going to be doing all that, that's going to take a while. We should probably go get all those other corpses and take care of that. And we've got to finish exploring. We've still got a couple of uh, pathways here to go through. Yep. Oh, yes. Exploration first. Yep. Right. Don't want to get snuck up on. That being said, I think Tam would actually stay behind and start taking notes because there is a lot here and she doesn't want to lose any potential clues because these guys are jumping. She feels like they're jumping the gun. And and, okay. and Artemis understands now because she kind of like left in a huff and she's very upset about him even talking about destroying this. He's like, ah, shit. So he's going to take out what parchments that he does have and he's just going to kind of drop them as he walks past her. She needs more paper. It did get a little heated, didn't it? She smacks her butt as you go past. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just kind of put a little more spring in my step. Go uh, down around passage. Since the room's not going to explode yet, Meta will start dismantling the infernal altar on this end, on the south end. Uh-huh. Um, Back into this. And she will sanctum. tell the others as they walk past, Holler if you need me. Okay, so Meta's going to worry about uh, dismantling on the, what is it, south end? Yep. Yes. We have Ronan moving into the northmost end with his magic teleportation wand. What do you want to do? Uh, just uh, detect magic. I want to scope out the room, see if there's anything important in here. Going to make me look shit up, huh? Neil, didn't Jarwin already detect magic in that room? Yep. I think you're right. I don't think there was anything. Nope. Let me double check. There was the lingering presence of a magical trap. Yep. Yep. That was it. So, Jarwin and uh, Nath, do you want to go with me and we'll explore the rest of this cave and passages? Sounds, Sounds good like a good plan. All right. Division of labor. I like it. Jarwin, can you keep message on one of these individuals in case we get in trouble? As long as we don't get further than uh, 150 feet or something like that. Yeah, 120. 120. Uh, we'll probably yeah. be outside of that pretty quickly, though. Yeah. Ronan, this is the room that I talked about that has a low stone altar, and the sides have carvings of coiled snakes. Okay. Never mind that. Blah, blah, blah. I would not have done Yackety. that if that was the room we were already in. Move us, Move us over to one of those other passageways over there. Ronan, you, you can lead, and we'll do our standard uh, high cover, low cover. 
So, uh, so we go down to that, that open spot we have not been to before. What do we see? The gang is traveling south and west. They encounter the, a room they have encountered before that has a large pool in the center of it. They follow the wall traveling to the south and to the west and see another chamber. And it's pretty wide open. It's roughly 40 by 30. And we affectionately call it something. V24. Are you guys entering? Yeah, if there's nothing like going, ha, to get us, then yeah, we'll move in yeah, as, as, as Ronan tells yeah, us it's clear. It's all good. So you go in, and eventually uh, you find some faint carvings that are just visible on the eastern wall of this cavern. Tam starts to itch and doesn't know why. <laughs> <laughs> if you in, uh, inspect it closer, you uh, figure out, oh, this is more Aklo. We've got a guy for that. Okay. Yeah. Good. Hey, Jarwin, it's more that weird uh, squiggly stuff. Do you want to know what it says? Yeah. It says. Hand out number four. All glory to great... Edersius. That, that's it. That's boring. That's what it says. All right, that's it. Thanks, Chase. Nothing else. That's what it says. Okay, Mo- moving on. So two things. I just it's 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 been a fun day. Yeah, I've had a great time, but at the same time, my memory is the sh- second shortest thing I got. Okay. <laughs> so tell me this: as a group, has anybody done? A knowledge check on Dersius. Yes. Okay, what'd you get? And how long ago was that? A 31. And do you want to do it again? Uh, I can't roll better because I rolled a natural 20. When was that, damn it, Neil? When we entered the temple to Dersius the first time? Earlier yeah. this session. Yeah. Seriously? Yeah. Seriously. Boy, I screwed that one up. It happens. So here's what we're going to do. Neil, did you roll a knowledge of re- uh, religion for... What's that fucker's name? Oh, Jarwin. Yeah, Jarwin. Knowledge of religion? Yeah. Seriously? Yeah. Roll a natural 20. 31. Roll a natural 20. 31. Was I here? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Or no. God damn it. Maybe maybe you weren't. I was busy looking for page 38 is my guess. (laughs) Probably what it was. Possibility. All right. Okay. Hang on. Do you want me to just read the Wikipedia page to him? No, because I fucking printed it out. God damn it. (laughs) But when I find it, I'll give it to you, and you can fucking read it. Thanks, thanks Pete. <laughs> Here's what you know about Edersius. Are you ready for this, motherfucker? Sure. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. Make Pete read it. Okay. I shouldn't. No. Mark. Here. I like his <laughs> voice better, damn it. <laughs> Shots fucking fired. Read the history. Holy shit. If you a would, lot. please. It is one of the more fleshed out undergods that they yeah. have in Paizo. I've read it. In the age of serpents, Odysseus walked among his people as the embodiment of might and power, commanded their armies to countless victories, raised great cities, and sired semi-divine offspring who ruled in their father's name. In one of the final battles of the war between the serpent folk and the Aslanti, the mighty Aslanti champion, Sabbath, led an army to the depths of Garund and decapitated Odysseus in his hallowed sanctum of Ilmuria. However, Sabbath was unable to kill Eudersius, 
So she threw his headless body to the lightless darklands deep below and cast his still, still conscious skull into a lake of fire before succumbing to his venom. His clerics still receive divine magic and a sure sign that he has not followed Eridan into true death. Although he was not yet dead, Eudiceus' defeat or Eudiceus's defeat marked the terminal decline of the Serpent Folk Empire. However, the Serpent Folk have survived and vowed to restore the Headless King. They believe that should his body and head be reunited, that one day Eudiceus would return to full power and lead his people back to glory and an attack again on the surface world. According to the ancient legends of the Mwangai and the Zinjin folk hero, old mage Jatembi learned the secrets of the severed head of Eudiceus before sewing his lips shut. That's nasty. Tombi's a cool dude. Thanks, Mark. Um, Welcome. That's what you know about this crazy serpent folk god. Any other questions? No other questions. Okay. Your Honor. Defense breast. Well, I tell you what, folks. I'm going to have to pick this up next time on Shield Bash. Thanks for listening. Shield Bash is made in association with Knights of the Octagon and Farmageddon Gaming Convention. Find us online at shieldbash.net, on Facebook at Shield Bash, on Twitter at Bash Shield, and on YouTube at Shield Bash. Music by Lee Rosevier. Serpent Skull and Pathfinder are the property of Paizo Publishing Incorporated. Leave a comment on iTunes for a chance to hear us read it out on the podcast. Questions and comments can be sent to shieldbashpodcast at gmail.com.